When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Guys, I want to talk to you about attention to detail for a moment. What makes the dimples on a golf ball so important? What may seem insignificant, but without them, your ball wouldn't travel half as far as, or in Neil's case, attempt to go straight. Those ball manufacturers measure to make sure each one of those dimples is right to within one thousandth of an inch. That's the kind of attention to detail you'll see in Cooper Discoverer's and Duramax SUV tire. From severe weather traction to durable tread technology, Every last inch of the Enduramax is designed to give you the best ride possible for as long as possible. All Cooper tires are backed by a limited warranty, a 45-day test drive warranty, and select products are backed by Treadwear Mileage Warranty, helping to give you confidence on the road. For complete product and warranty details, please visit www.coopertires.com or www.coopertires.ca. And remember, go with the Coopers. All right, let's move it on. Big Randy, we're going to throw it over to you for uh, a course that resonated pretty pretty strongly, I'd say, in Caledonia up in Myrtle Beach. So this was kind of on the opposite end of the spectrum, I'd say, from Kiowa. And the specifics, to get him out of the way, uh, located in Pauly's Island, which is about 45 minutes south of Myrtle Beach. It was opened in 1994. It's the first solo design of Mike Strance. Um, it is the, the technical name of, of the property is the Caledonia Golf and Fish Club, which I think is important to point out just because I think it connotes a certain imagery, at least in my mind, uh, a certain expectation of what the property will look like. And I think, at least to me, it, it fulfilled uh, that image in my mind. So I, I think uh, the, the things I want to say about the course – you know, spoiler, I, I say it on camera, but this was like one of the 10 favorite domestic courses I, I think I've been to. And I, I, upon reflection, I think there are a couple aspects that, that really stood out to me. One, I, I just found the whole property to be really uh, beautiful <laughs> in, in a sense that, you know, you have big, live, majestic oaks, uh, the landscaping, the flowers, I, I just thought... You know, it, it was a really pretty piece of land to uh, to walk around. I have some literature from uh, my friend the Foz. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, they just—it was really well manicured. I, 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 yeah, I was just taken by it. The setting again. You know, when somebody says golf and fish club, I think in my mind that you know you think there'll probably be some bodies of water. You kind of think streams, ponds, um, and, and it has all of that. Maybe some brooks, some brooks, some some babbling brooks. Yeah, uh, it, it's you drive through the gate, and the clubhouse is certainly not ostentatious. It's a nice clubhouse, great porch, um, wraparound porch. To Neil's point, exactly. And you know I, you're in the right great spot. view of the 18th hole. Great view of the 18th hole. All of that. I, I thought you kind of feel away from 
the hustle and bustle a little bit. There's there are no houses on the property. There's no you know arbitrary out of bounds. You're not hitting into people's backyards ever. So you're walking through this piece of property that I think is really really pretty. Uh, it's a it's a relatively small like piece of land, which I think speaks to some of the brilliance of of Mike Strands and and the way he routed it. It's just such a walkable course. You know, the the last kind of comment I had on that is. We're in South Carolina. In my mind, this course could have been somewhere in the northern part of Michigan. It could have been somewhere in Montana or Idaho. It was just very kind of rustic and outdoorsy, and I really like that. So I think those two factors, and then you bring in the golf course, which is really interesting, uh, the way Strance uses you know sight lines and, and bunkering, and you know, puts contours into the green. I mean, it's it's a flat piece of property that's been built up in a way that you know I think it's not demanding necessarily, but I think it extracts. Um, in my mind, it, it kind of makes you want to paint a mental image of a shot and then try to execute that shot. So, so I think it really, you know, extracts that creativity of oh man, this is kind of what I want the ball to do. I can use this contour, get the you know, get it close to the hole. And then the fun of it is, you know, seeing if you can execute that. So I, I thought as far as that goes, it was much more an exercise in playing golf than just like playing golf swing and, and hitting targets, uh, which was quite enjoyable. The, the last thing I'll say, it, this round was uh, myself, Tron, and Solly. Uh, and double bogey Dave and 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 faithful listener supporter double bogey Dave. It, it tips out at like sixty five hundred yards. It's a par seventy for me, who's you know more of a certainly mid handicap. It was very enjoyable. I didn't find it daunting, though I did find it challenging. And so I guess my question to you guys is, you know, better players. It, did you find that same? Oh, you know, stop! No, <laughs> come on, don't say that. You know, did you want more of a challenge? Was it too easy? That that was the only thing where it's like, well, I don't really have that perspective. So I, I was curious what you guys. But it's twice now. I think it's it's definitely an exercise in discipline. It's not a cakewalk, yeah. sixty five hundred. You just can't you can't bully it. There's no opportunities really to just like cut dog legs or pound drivers and ha- have flip wedges in. I think it's one of the only totally holes you can do that is like that first par five on the back. Yeah. Is that ten? Uh, yes, 10, ten is a par five. Yeah, yeah. yeah ten's long. Yeah, there's another par five on the front that you can kind of cut off a little bit if you yeah. fly bunkers and whatnot. But it's it just it's not easy. There's nothing easy about it. Kind of mystifying. I feel like I haven't really played it well. I played it three times now and haven't played it well yet, and I don't have a good reason why. Uh, I, I think it's ex- extremely interesting. I think it's I've not played all the strands courses. It to me though, I played True Blue, which we're gonna talk about next. I've played Caledonia and I played Tobacco Road, which we're gonna get to. Uh, I haven't played Bulls Bay. But this is the most tame strands of the three that I've played. I don't feel like it's as bold. I think he's very limited with what he had size property wise. I agree it's a totally enjoyable, casual stroll through, you know, through the Carolinas. I really enjoy it. And people always ask us for recommendations in Myrtle Beach and like I send them to Caledonia and True Blue. Like I think that's the best places you can pl- you can show up and play in Myrtle Beach. So I, I think to that point, one of the notes I wrote down was, you know, <laughs> reading like Mackenzie, right? Uh, the, the spirit of, you know, golf should be a pro, you know, it should be playable. A good course should be playable for mid to high handicaps, yet still challenging for the best players. And I thought that's what Caledonia for sure really gets right in that it's, it's kind of a throwback to that golden age ideal. There's so many visual 
tricks and deceptions. Like, like I'm thinking about number seven. Uh, it's a par four. You tee off, and there's these bunkers that flow right into the lake. There's massive gators down there hanging out in the bunkers. And, and then it wends back to the right, and the green looks like it's you know, just a normal size green. And then you get up there and you're like, oh my God, this, this green goes another 30 yards back it's into the right. Like a there's tree this massive kind of tree up yeah. front on the right. It's a cool. It's intimidating. That and and there's a bunch of, there's a bunch of variety. Like the, you know, there's, there's dogleg rights, dogleg lefts. There's a, there, there's, I think the, was it the ninth hole is par three. It's maybe 90 yards. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It tips <laughs> out. I think at like one, they can stretch it, I think to 118. <laughs> When they really want to challenge, yeah, yeah. but but you know, massive bunkers in the front. You're like, yeah, like it's a it's a little flip, you know, sand wedge or or lob wedge. But you better have your distance right, or else you're going to be either plugged in the front bunker or have an exceptionally yeah. tough up and down. And then you make the turn. That's the last. Yeah, I wanted to yeah. shout out uh, as you know, Tron. I know you're a big soup guy, and <laughs> especially soup. a chowder guy. They were they were serving clam chowder there at the turn, which was just such a nice little touch. I imagine they did, probably don't do that in in the summer, but um, you know, it was kind of a chilly day when we were there, and it was just you know the perfect little cherry on top of the whole experience. To well, me, the back nine is way stronger than the front nine. Uh, it's, once you turn onto the back, I don't think there's really a, a weak hole. Uh, coming 18 is a bit of a funky hole, but I would. I wouldn't call it weak. Sick. Yeah, uh, one and two. I, the, sl- the start's kind of slow, and then in the middle of the front, just kind of okay for me. Starting with nine, though, uh, even even eight um, with the, the par five, it, it gets really good. So it, it finishes. It leaves you with a really good taste. Is eight so, the par five? It's yeah. like with the lake in front. Yeah, yeah. That's a cool, cool green, tiered green. The first time we played that, I. Uh, there's that covered bridge over on the right. Oh, God, I forgot about that. <laughs> and I was like, dude, I got to punch it through the covered bridge. I, God, I got that video I hit a somewhere. I got through that. the covered bridge. <laughs> that, was, that might be the best shot I ever hit. <laughs> so, yeah, to kind of put a bow on it, I, I think, Solly, like you said, I, if you're in the area, certainly if you're in Myrtle Beach, I, I think it's not only, you know, should you play it in your if you're in the area, I, I think it's a type of course I, I would gladly, you know, go play it uh, as part of a trip i I, the the only recommendation i guess i would tell people is don't just roll in and roll out of the place you know if it's like the the first round of a 36 hole day or something i'm not sure you're gonna get quite the appreciation i mean maybe you will but i found it to be take your time there you know enjoy a drink on the back porch hell maybe spend the night go fishing I, i think soak up the property because that, to me, is like the biggest asset the place has is, is the entire property. So great porch. Yeah, let's move on to the uh, the two party boys here. For uh, went over to True Blue. Yeah. So while you guys were having your delightful uh, nature walk, me and Neil were doing hand to hand combat with with True Blue across the street. Uh, I think when people say, you know, what, why is Mike Strand so good, or what, you know, I hear this name a lot. Like, what was his whole? Aesthetic. I think if you go see these two places either in the same day or in in two days, like you'll see all the different muscles that he had to flex because everything Randy said about Caledonia, like I almost felt like True Blue in a not in a bad way, not in a good way, just was the complete opposite. Like it was massive. It was like vast, wide, big ass holes, uh, huge greens. You hit it anywhere off the tee, and everything was all about the second shot. And I thought it was like absolutely thrilling. I loved it. Yeah, I, I would say I agree with all of that. It was a big veiny triumphant bastard. <laughs> <laughs> is, is how I would describe it. It was, uh, and it was also a course that I tried to bully a little bit because it makes you feel like, oh, look, you just you know 
big wide fairways. I got to fly these bunkers, and then you just start getting yourself in all kinds of trouble when you get over the ridge. You're like, oh no, I, I don't want to be here. <laughs> like I fell for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I had that in my notes. In that, wait, I'm the mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> First time I played it though, another another round out there. I would think I would thoroughly I've enjoy. Never played a place that I've been so overwhelmed by how wide it was. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. it, it, it feels. Like you think it should be super easy because no, of you that. Just start hitting like big spinners. because yeah. you like don't have a target. Exactly. You're like yeah. oh, I'm just gonna wail on this one. Yeah. Plenty of room up there. And that's, then I'm like, that's oh so man, hard. like when it's you lack so specificity. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Which I think is so cool when you have the property to do that. So yeah, I had that in my notes. That like we, I mean, we've talked a lot about Pete Dye already, but it felt very Pete Dye in that you know. The, it never you. It was almost the kind of place like I'm sure there were a couple force carries. I know like the couple of the par threes and stuff, but it was one of those places like you could almost play it with a putter. Like it was so wide and so just like hit it anywhere. We, but you, we don't you, recommend. We this, don't but. recommend that. But my point being like there was always a way out. But he was like always just tempting you like just enough. And I think no spoilers, but I was uh, the recipient of. Neil falling for this many, many times on this day, getting hit in the head many, many times, times on the head with a hammer. With a hammer, uh, I had to give DJ my money. I got kids, you know. <laughs> but he was like, it, it's like Strands just shouting at you, just like, dude, don't try this. But you can, you can if you want. But yeah. Like, don't do it. Well, what was your, do not do it. What was your Strands take? The... Oh, do, do you want me to enlighten the folks with yeah. my Strands take? Well, we've had a, a you know, a few conversations about golf architects over here where we've you know this is completely a uh, a metaphor or, or a how would very, you say it? very figurative very very figurative but you know this only speaks for neil neil does not speak no for no, no 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 the other takes are are more you guys where uh tron has said that tom doke courses remind him of an abusive lover where he's like a dominatrix you can't you know he's you can't quit him but he's you know he's he's abusing you a little bit whereas uh Corn Crenshaw is more tantric, where it just keeps going and going and going and going. I said to DJ on like number ten, I was like, Strands is a he's a porn star, you know? I mean, it's just like things are big and and just intimidating, and it's like it's got the very, hair. It, it feels very mustache. theatrical, you know. And then and then even like looking at your 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 uh, thoughts on True Blue, like yeah, sometimes you know the porno can be a little sensual and like <laughs> Cal- HBO Caldonia. late night. That's stuff. what I was gonna say. Have yeah. you seen Caldonia? I'm curious if. Well, if I would it say that's more here. like the late night HBO stuff, you know, like <laughs> yeah. a little Action bit more value. like oh it's yeah, an art film. Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit more like no, it's more about the storyline. <laughs> and whereas Caledonia was just like no, nah, man, let's get to. The, we're going to get to the goods here. I mean, but it is. It's big and bold and, like, you know, there's a lot of visual tricks, as, as DJ said. Like, the problem is, is there like really that much room up there? Everything else we say is just going to be, like, through the lens of yeah. that. So yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll try. But. Well, TC asked for the take, so no, I had, I had, yeah. I had to, I had I to offer it I think it's essential. Well, so, I, I also think – so it, it's a former indigo plantation. Uh, right? Exactly. It sits on what used to be the true blue indigo plantation. So how about that? That's cool. That's wild. Uh, opened in 1998, so four years after Caledonia. Uh, it's typically cheaper than Caledonia, like sometimes as much as like $50 cheaper, which I thought was kind of wild. Having played both of them, I think I would play, not to undercut my associate Randy whatsoever, but I think it would probably be maybe a 7 3. Uh, if I was going to split 10 rounds, it would be 7 3 true blue, probably. Uh, it's a lot different. It stretches out to like 7,100 yards. Like I was saying, it's just a, a massive piece of property, but. As far as like the actual golf course, I thought the par fives were fantastic. I thought even it might have been. Gosh, I'm trying to think. Other than Kiowa, because you guys you know played it all the way back, it might have been the only course that we played on this trip where like all the par fives were true 
like three shot holes. Three shotters, you except cannot, for number nine. I think yeah, you nine, got to number you can, nine and two, but but even all that the rest shot was like a really tough, weird, like yeah. long iron yeah, over like this going massive. Going for it probably wasn't the bunker. Play. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's like no, just put it on the right side and and you yeah. know, fifty yard shot. Like, but I thought it was cool that like that was that was almost the whole golf course in a in a nutshell was like you're not going to get there in two. Don't try. Just like put yourself in the right spot. Don't try to do too much. Don't try to do anything crazy or you're going to get punched in the mouth or you're going to be on the wrong side of a slope or all these things. Like to your point, Sally, like, there's so much width out there that you're, you kind of just lull yourself to sleep. on. like, well, I don't really have to aim at anything specific. And then you go see where your ball is and you're like, fuck, I wish I was on the other side of the fairway. I can't do anything from here. It's a little bit like, uh, we'll talk about tobacco road later on in this episode, but the, the par fives there were similar, where they're not yeah. that long, but Strands does such a good job of of placing hazards and changing, like making blind shots. So it's like, no, you just can't. The play is not to go for it. Yeah, you know, you got to hit three solid golf shots. And then I thought, you know, the other thing that we'll, we'll definitely talk about it, Tobacco Road, but you know, many people say Strands is very very quirky as well. You see a lot of that in the third hole, the par three, which is just like it's like a hourglass green yes. over the water which is you know like a kind of standard green shape for par threes but for some reason he puts just a massive mound in front of the green so it makes it almost like a blind shot and it's all just of his own doing like it clearly <laughs> didn't look like that before he got there uh but it takes what is like a pretty simple 130 yard shot and all of a sudden you're like god how far is it to cover that ridge is it going to spin back into the water do, how much room do i have behind that like it just completely changes the complexion of what should be a very easy shot and so i think he's he's awesome at doing that and i i loved every second of true blue which i don't know if we spelled out that these courses are literally across the street from literally each other. across the street like, so it's yeah. it's a it's a, i would you can do them both in one day if you really wanted to um but it, you could also make two visits down to there it is it's pretty far south of the main part of yeah. myrtle beach it's about like 45 minutes we drove from North Myrtle Beach, yeah. I think. Um, but worth it, I th- I would I would definitely argue. 100%. Yeah. And also, I'd, I'd make a comment on the vibe. We came back over to uh, to Caledonia to sit on the port. I think mm-hmm. the vibe there is much more, felt more local, more yeah, yeah. laid back, whereas we were on golf boards. and Neil, you know, was like, so, like, Neil thought he was so cool on the golf board. Nah, DJ was so <laughs> excited when we picked him up, and then he couldn't do a U-turn, so he got stuck. <laughs> Which They're was kinda, awesome. The golf boards are kind of hard. Yeah, but They're that was awesome. that that was a great course for him because of how wide open it yeah, was. It was like, and, you know, yeah. you're like doing slalom down the fairway. It's yeah. great. I've got a question. What is indigo? Is it rice? Is it like a rice? No, it's a dye. I think it's, it's dye. clothing. Yeah. They it's like what's clothing. in denim, right? Yeah, yes. I think it's what they use to dye clothing. I've always wondered that. Hmm. I or, think it's blue. That's what true yeah. blue. Yeah, yeah. indigo oh. plantation. Oh, I get it now.